a driver that's fat and happy right now sitting on the pole for the 2023 Daytona 24-hour. Tom Bloomquist joining us here in the Freak Nation. And before we went live, we are talking a little bit about the damn weather. How, how important for you psychologically is the weather, whether it's the Daytona 24-hour or the 6-hour or the 12-hour? Are, are you a weatherman driver when you hop in the car? Um, you know what? I doesn't bother me too bit. I really don't mind. Obviously, I don't like it when it's wet because, you know, when you're not in the car, it's kind of nasty, right? It's more work for the guys and stuff. But uh, to be honest, mate, it does not bother me. But it's always nice when the sun's shining, you know, the fans are out. Um, yeah, it's better to be at a racetrack when the sun's out, I'm telling you that. Well, hold on a second. Let me let me take it into a different direction, because with a 24 hour race, there's some sleep time. Most of the time, I would say you go back to your motorhomes when you need to catch a nap before your next stint. But I've seen drivers sleep in the pits. I mean, you had to have had a time where you're sleeping in bitter cold weather, but you got to get those couple of hours in and you don't have time to go back to the motorhome. Is that true? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like a prima donna or something, but uh, I've been fortunate enough to uh, not have to be freezing when Yay. I'm trying to sleep. Although um, there have been occasions when I've been in like the back of a truck. Uh, and then the problem is in the back of a truck is either like way too hot or like way too cold. So that's a nightmare. Luckily nowadays we get like lovely motorhomes to go and uh, relax in between stints. So yeah. I'm talking about the great season for you guys. It's you and Colin Brown. And for the endurance races, Simon Pagano and Elio Castroneves is joining you. It's a stellar lineup that you guys have. But another thing that's stellar, Tom, is you brought up this new era of car. And we're talking about some electrification coming in. And this is the future of racing. But with that, a lot of people were predicting this weekend, next weekend, as a lot of trial and error, some teething that's going to go on with these new cars Yet you guys have been fairly dominant. What have you guys had above other teams that you haven't necessarily suffered the fate of some others so far? I think, you know, I've got to, you know, we've got to give credit to, um, you know, Acura, mm. HPD. Um, this is, I can't do that when I'm, it's all in reverse here. I'm getting it all wrong. But yeah, HPD, Acura, uh, you know, the, the, the car manufacturer, Orica, back in France, those guys have done such a fantastic job. Um, with all the prep, you know, from from the moment the car hit the drawing board all the way to the final, you know, production, you know, that we have here um, as as us teams, you know, MSR can, you know, has, has got the beauty to work with um, to do that, you know, final fine tuning. So uh, yeah, the car's obviously, you know, we've we've got a, a great car underneath us. Um, the potential is there; it's been shown all week. And to get the pole is obviously, you know, fantastic and a little bit of bragging rights for a few days, uh, you know, ahead of the race, which is important for, for the team morale. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, it's, 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 you know, we still have 24 hours of racing and, and <laughs> no one, you know, if you ask every single one of us in the GP class, all the manufacturers, all the drivers, no one knows what to expect. And, uh, no one's expecting a smooth race. Uh, you know, we certainly aren't. We need to prepare for, everything and uh yeah it's it's gonna be uh it's gonna be wild i can tell you it's gonna be wild um yeah it's gonna be the first time that we've you know gonna attempt 24 hours of continuous running so uh yeah it's it's a learning curve for everyone put it that way okay and so you say you're very character building 
Yeah, character building, indeed. You're preparing for everything, but what is everything? I mean, let's say, obviously, you could never prepare for accidents, but even your driving style in these new cars and charging issues, is it just literally everything? Or is there something in particular that you might say, okay, if the, if an off on in the bus stop happens or if it, I, take me through one of those meetings, I guess. Well, basically, we've got three times as many basically little mini supercomputers in the car than we did last year with the car. So times? It's like ridiculous, you know, the, the amount of coding and software and, you know, new software that's, you know, these cars are basically computers and, you, and you know, if something is a little bit wrong on, on, the, on the coding, this thing isn't driving out the box. So uh, it's, it's a lot of work for, uh, for the engineers. Um, you know, I, I get the, the easy job really um, to just kind of, you know, steal the limelight here and there every now and then. So uh, it's it's the guys who are, you know, back at base and, and team who are putting in those hard yards, making sure that, you know, this thing is running as well as it possibly can at all times. And, and we we have hiccups, you know. If, if something's not right in the coding, car doesn't run. You know, you have to plug the thing in, download the data and, you know, put a, you know, upload a new file to it and, and hope that that one works. You know, it's, it's literally like, you know, a computer sometimes. So, uh, you know, and then you've got the mechanical, you know, the new mechanical parts on the car that, you know, maybe well, wow, we didn't see that problem before, you know, some, some new little issue might crop up. So how is it all working out, Tom, uh, with the team sharing information? I assume that people are supposed to work together by the manufacturer's decree, but Michael Shank racing and Wayne Taylor racing are going to be banging bumpers when the race starts and they're not going to be working together anymore. We've kind of got this healthy, unhealthy competitive uh <laughs> you know it's 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 um it's pretty you know it's been exciting the last year because we always end up fighting you know last year we you know we're, we're driving for the same brand where we're trying to like work together and then we always end up you know competing like it's always us that are like we're like this all the time last year and and this year we've kind of had to you know reset and you know work together for the better of the the brand and and even ourselves right to to put ourselves in the best position. So it's actually been, it's been really, really nice um, since, you know, October kind of getting, you know, putting the two teams together and, and working together to, uh, you know, put ourselves in a position that's, you know, enabled me to be here today talking to you guys. So uh, yeah, we, you know, I got to thank also, you know, all the WTR guys who, um, who to be honest, got this car before us um, and did a lot of the, the early development work. So, you know, I've, I've got to, you know, thank them, um, massively as well because you know they did a fantastic job and then you know we came into the fold and and yeah we've, we've obviously worked really well together to to give us um, you know that little bragging rights ahead of uh, ahead of you know the race and um, yeah it's it's been it's been fun but you know once we're out on track we're we're obviously fierce competitors so uh, it's 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 obviously a, a weird dynamic at times for sure. All right, so I'm going to measure the smile on your face when you hear this question. I'm sure. There's one or two little odds and ends. And when you're talking about 200 miles an hour, it doesn't take a lot of odds and ends to separate yourself from the next guy. So is there something that maybe got lost in a drawer or somebody kept in a pocket to, to learn how this car works and maybe the other guys haven't learned it yet? I mean, there's so many. I see smiles. you're losing there. That smile, <laughs> that smile's too big, dude. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna carry the smile and I'm walking the pad of a bit of swagger next week for sure. Um, but you know, I'm sure the, the the grin will be wiped off my face at some point early in early into the race because uh, man, these things, you know, anything can happen right now. It's just you know we're still having so many little issues that obviously you know we want one more year before we, this car really wants to run. So uh, and we just don't have that time. The guys are like hardly sleeping at the moment. It's 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 pretty crazy. I'm going to ask you one other question here that's a little tangential to the Roar Before the 24 and the Rolex. They had the Monte Carlo this weekend. Your dad is a was a former world champion. Did you ever think about running and rallying or did you I know you're concentrating on getting the pole this weekend, but did your mind ever float to uh I wonder what I would do in a race in a rally like that. It's a good question because actually when I was really little, I wanted to to do that. I had so much fun. Like I used to love playing in the mud. I, I think my dad bought me a quad bike. I was like two, three years old. And I used to love, you know, going sideways, like in the mud. And, you know, we had a little bit of, when I grew up in the UK, I had a little bit of land. And, um, you know, I used to, luckily I was let loose in the paddocks in some old bangers. Um, and I used to love just messing around, you know, trying to skid these cars in the mud and honestly it was kind of random that i, I went into go-karts when i was i was about seven or eight uh it was just by chance really so actually my first love was that uh and then once i started go-karts it was kind of game over but i did get the opportunity to go have a rally in 2019 in like an r fight like the second class under the top the top class the, the wrc and i may have had it there was maybe some small regrets coming into uh into my head after doing that because that was honestly i've never i haven't had so much fun like that was amazing but you know i was doing it for fun right it wasn't like so maybe that kind of skewed my uh my judgment of it but yeah maybe you know yeah i'm still young Ooh. let's see Anything you want to down the road. Joining us here in the Freak Nation again, Michael Shake Racing. Sitting on the pole for the 2023 2023 Daytona 24-hour. Maybe we'll have you back in here a little bit later this time next week, Tom. I hope so. Buddy, thank you for doing this. (laughs) Cheers, guys. Thanks so much. Love to meet you all. Tom Longquist joining us. From the well, hell, good luck there, you're Skippy. Right? <laughs> He's got good luck. He's benefiting from the yes. Freak Nation. Freak Nation. 